Today, a drug pod ran. <laughs> <laughs> a new tentacle-based search engine. Mm, mm. Oh, shoot, I forgot to go with a Star Wars question. <laughs> every week, Danny. <laughs> you we do knew. this every week. We knew. We knew. Tonight, on Rogue, Pod- on Rogue Podcast, I'm just going to go. <laughs> a new tentacle-based search engine, Mistress Dragon's Day Out, a five-year-old with a thirst for justice, and Gay Ahab's Sweet Dream Shanties. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go there. <laughs> to oh wait, a shanty is a song, not a place. I was I, I was thinking yeah. of like a little hut, <laughs> like a have sweet dream hut or shack maybe. No, like a shack where you go for like a, like sweet a dreams. Sea shanty. I I know what you're thinking of, but I can't remember what it's called. There is a specific it's, word. It is actually shack, a sh- perhaps a shanty is I think is also yeah. Really? I think that is a shanty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but well, there you go. It would be with the Y because it would, uh, it's fine. It's you know what we're gonna wait, keep going with the Y. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. listeners <laughs> welcome to season 15 mission 5 episode 128 of rogue padron tonight Ooh. is the penultimate episode of the crystal padron so already? we'll be going over already we've When's had the so last much time fun? we went through a book this quickly never why does it feel like um, nothing's happened in this book so far? <laughs> because yeah, like nothing has happened start. in this book so far <laughs> Um, they, the, well, the children were kidnapped. <laughs> we know that. Right. Like, the most important <laughs> plot stuff. happened before the book started. Right. And then nothing since then. <laughs> so tonight we'll be going over chapters 9 and 10. I you don't know, know why I'm, I'm having like, so much trouble saying that. 9 I and 10. I still want to know about uh, how, like, they got the entire patch of, like, land where the kids were into the ship. The force. Yeah, but they never explore that, and I find that extremely it's interesting. It's fake and in space. I know. I just find that incredibly interesting that they Wario can do that, it. and they never go into it. It's Wario's fault. It was a womb, right? Because it encased them. <laughs> the, the ship is an external womb. In, in the war <laughs> The ship has See, a womb, that's Ray. That's the kind of weird sci-fi I'm into. So you must be Wombs. loving this book, then. Uh, they don't go into enough of the weird sci-fi. That's the problem. Hmm. That is that is the problem. This that book not weird enough. External womb descriptions. Yeah, like that's the, the you problem. You really only get that sometimes. You don't get yeah. it all the time. It needs to be more consistent. It, you just gotta pepper it in just a little bit. Pepper in the womb. <laughs> Hash, hashtag bring Star Wars wombs back. <laughs> the worst. All right. So, a quick reminder of your hosts. Hmm. So, if Saf Rogue Seven was a Salad, she'd be a fruit salad made only with the peels from all of the fruit. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> okay, I'm sure I've told you all this before, but um, whenever one of my flatmates uses lemons for like mm-hmm. cooking, mm-hmm. she always asks me if I want the peel to eat after she's mm-hmm. done squeezing the lemon. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. 
that's i missed mm-hmm. this so the story is you ate a tangerine on stage with the peel right it was a clementine <laughs> yes that's the part of the story God i need a correction <laughs> look no Just... because i thought it was a mandarin that's the problem <laughs> i really appreciate how you pronounce mandarin the same way that you pronounce mandarin. Man- mandolin yeah mandarin <laughs> it's a it's a, i'm saying all the letters in the word <laughs> You could say all the letters in the word with different emphasis. How do you say it? Mandarin. Mandarin. Emphasis on the man. No, you're saying mandarin, like mandolin. Mandarin. Mandarin. (laughs) There you go. It's not like a word anymore. Mandarin. Mandarin. If Danny, sure a man. if Danny Rook Six was a salad, they'd be unlimited salad from Olive Garden because they're also filled with unlimited ideas. Damn, that's true. And when they're and like, when they're putting the, when they're putting yeah. the Parmesan on, I just say nope, more. Just keep going. Just say when. Oh, I will I, say I when. Know. Don't worry. Keep it I'll coming. I'll let you know when I'm done. Like, thank this you. is a Parmesan salad with some lettuce on top. Let's just be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Get my protein. It's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, Roganine, would be a potato salad, but not a mayo-based one, because she's better than that. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> Every year, when I do my Christmas dinner, I am determined to do a potato salad, but I refuse to do one with mayo, so I always no, have to find a new... No, it's not the good one. Yeah, it's not good. Everyone does that as well. Last time I had, like, a really nice uh, pepper and lemon one, it was good, Ooh, and olive yeah. oil, and it was you really try, good. You should try replacing the mayo with pudding next year. <laughs> I could do it with a sweet potato, that could be interesting. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> With a yam. We we oh, should God. we should do this. Oh no! Do not the pudding based oh, yam potato salad. Um, we are um, doing diabetes. This. We, are doing this <laughs> we are doing this at Rogue Podcast. We are doing this at Rogue Podcast. Add, add some sprinkles in sweet, there. We're gonna make some sweet potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the sweet. I've never been we're happier gonna, to have diabetes. We're gonna throw in some marshmallows. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be oh, good. Yeah, it's gonna Reese, be like sweet Reese's potato Reese's. ambrosia, right? Like sweet potato yeah, ambrosia. Yeah, yeah I'm here for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm also feeling this single white claw I'm sipping. <laughs> nice. Oh, excellent and... ASMR there, Meg. That was really good. <laughs> Thanks. Subscribe to my Patreon for more shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my we should Meg do a drinks a white claw is my favorite Patreon exclusive. So good. <laughs> a Rogue Quadrant ASMR episode. We've had this idea reacting, before. No, no. Where it's us reacting to a book as we're reading it. <laughs> so you hear the pages turning and then us being like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like me trying to sound out planet names. <laughs> yes. Like, we should make the, that a goal on Patreon. The occasional thunk as someone throws a Kindle across the room. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely me. Like, yeah. just me going, oh my god! And then leaving in the distance, you can hear me going, guys, guys, you'll never believe what this stupid Star Wars book did to my flatmates. <laughs> being like, running inside, being like, guys, they've got werewolves, but they're called werewolves, and it's felt <laughs> like this. And all my flatmates being like, oh my god, why And they're not actually, Star Wars? they're not really wolves either. They're not really wolves, and they're not were either. Mm-mm, it's weird. Heath Three, who is currently on paternity leave, um, would be one of those side salad that someone guiltily orders and then completely ignores because they eat their friends' fries. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's very Heath. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be one of those freaking weird jello salads that white people from the Midwest really, really love. <laughs> 
I'm calling out a lot of people with that one. Uh, hey. <laughs> I hate and that. don't you really love me? If it, may, if it makes you feel any better, white people from the Southwest also really like those. Americans are so weird. It's weird. Sometimes they put carrot in them. It's, I don't understand. Anyway, speaking of being called out for having excellent taste, I have <laughs> a question about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're two episodes into Clone Wars season seven. Has everyone been watching it? Oh God, I haven't have... watched the latest episode. Please don't spoil it. Okay, skip that question. Um, on, uh... <laughs> sorry, I was wait. <laughs> I have actually seen the episode before though because of the reels, but also I don't remember what happened. Also, they made a major change to this one. So, <gasps> oh, that's exciting. Sorry, I'm. I'm just. I. I've been working all week and I totally forgot there was new Clone Wars. So thank you for reminding me. Just yeah, in anytime. Uh, general thoughts on New Clone Wars, though, without spoiling episode two. It's gorgeous. God, the animation, even compared to the Lost Missions, is so gorgeous. I spent, like, the first five minutes of the new episode barely even paying attention because I was just, like, in love with the lighting. It was so good. It also, very pretty. It's really scratching my super soldier military sci-fi itch. Uh, really getting that that good that good stuff that I love. Like, you all know I love the clones um, and their, like, camaraderie, and that's basically what this is about. Also clone emotions because i love i love ricks and fives and echo and heavy and all of them i love them all so much and i honestly forgot like some of the plot the arcs in this new um in the new arc um even though i've seen it before and the moment like the first episode ended where they're like oh my god echo's alive i was like oh my god i forgot echo's alive or whatever and i i got very emotional like i knew this new season would make me cry but i forgot just how much it would make me cry (laughs) Okay, so Saf loves the new Clone Wars. Surprise, surprise. Yep. What a shock that I love the clones. I thought it was fine. I'm not really a Clone Wars person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I forgot how bad uh, Dee Bradley Baker's accent is. Because um, I was yeah. watching this in like the main living room in my house, and every time one of my flatmates would walk in, they'd be like, what is that accent? And I was like, what do you think it is? And every time, they said Australian. Meg. Um, I thought it was... I, I don't like the Clone Wars. I like very, I like 15% of the Clone Wars. Um, I haven't watched these new episodes, but I do have an opinion. The Bad Batch, like, character designs look stupid. Oh, <laughs> and I, hey, I and love I Rambo Clone. I would also really appreciate if people would not whitewash them in all of their fan yeah. art, though. Yeah, yeah. The clones are not white people. Because I've on. seen some white clones recently up on my tl and that's not that's not it i don't appreciate that and i do not respect that and i hate it and if you do that think about what you're doing (laughs) think about your choices and then make those damn clones brown great don't whitewash clones great are we gonna talk about some waru now danny did you have any opinions about about the clones about the uh i like, I watched the unfinished story reels for this arc as well, um, but I don't remember much. I don't think I was paying much attention at that point. Um, the first episode was fine. The second episode really drew me in, though. I, I don't know why. Um, I did, uh, But, yeah, I agree with everything y'all said. It's, like, Clone Wars is, like, I'll probably watch them and then forget it, and that's fine. Yeah, I am the true Clone Wars lover I'm here. Really, I am really <laughs> I excited app- for appreci- the other arcs besides this one. I, and I do like the clones too, but I just like the other two arcs are much more interesting to me, especially Siege of Mandalore, especially with how season one of Mandalorian ended. Um, I'm wondering if we're going to get little tidbits that are going to lead us into season two. 
Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what things we can pick up for the Mandalorian. Mm. Yeah. Ash, what were you saying? I, I thought it was really cool how they didn't waste any time getting back into it. There wasn't any, like, wink and a nod, like, hey, mm. we're back. It's been, like, ten years. Not really, but close enough. Um, I, I do like how they just dived right in and were like, another arc of Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah ten years like, from you now, can, kids you will You can watch, watch the rest of it on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> it's yeah. all here. Ten years from yeah. now, kids will watch this and they will have no idea that there's been... I mean, you might be able to tell the animation looks better, but, like, other than that, yeah. it will just be, I do like, really... oh, more Clone Wars. It's kind of like reading a webcomic that's been ongoing for like 10 years and you start off and the art is really rough. And then you and like then as see you go the... on, it gets amazing yeah. to the point that like every new page, you're just like, oh my God, it kind of feels like that. And I do love seeing that growth of art. Like it is actually really cool. Almost as if you practice a skill regularly, you get better at it. Also, I have like true, technology though. got better and more affordable. Sure. Yeah. And also George Lucas just kept throwing money at it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, George, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, hey, throw money just, at us. Just think how much problems. better Rogue Pondering could become George, if you're out there. George, oh my God, please. imagine George Lucas subscribing Uncle George, to for us. Uncle George, George, please. Please. Uncle George, please be our glucose guardian, please. What if George Lucas is ZZZZZ? <laughs> oh, my God, what if? What if? Oh, my God. No, he'd, he'd probably come up with a name like Lord <gasps> Gukas. What if George Lucas is the Zero of the Hutt account? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is some good theorizing. We are very good at solving crimes. Um, Mysteries. That's what I meant. Investigative reporting right here. Uh, If George Lucas was the Zero the Hut account, it would be a crime. Let's be real. (laughs) We are the the Scooby gang of Star Wars podcasts. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm Scooby-Doo, probably. Wahoo! Let's go. I don't know what the Scooby gang says. Meg, you'd definitely be like... Daphne, because you're the most like I she's would be the Daphne. smartest one of the crew for sure. Save this for intros. Daphne is street smarts. <laughs> yeah, this and should like be a, an intro though. Meg. This would be good. Yeah. Okay, I'll save it. I'll save it. Um, I was eating a salad earlier, which is why we were all salads. <laughs> 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 um. All right, the Crystal Star. That's a book we're reading. Lalila Gay Ahab. God. <laughs> Already off to a strong start. It's never, it's never not going to be funny. Um, <laughs> are chilling in the cockpit of the Falcon when they pop out of hyperspace at Chalcedon, a mostly volcanic world with two settlements and a space station. They land, and Rilau asks Leia for some clothes because when you're in stasis pod, you are naked. Why? Because there's. No clothes in a stasis pod. The stasis is so acidic that it burns your clothes away. Yuck. It should... That's just science. Skin okay. day. How... <laughs> well, the stasis doesn't touch your skin. But... <laughs> there's, there's a protective film that attaches to your body, but it can't go around your clothes. This, oh, is, just, like a this really... is just science. Then why oh. can it go around? I'm gonna trust you. You got a science. Degree. I'm just picturing like a really. I have a science degree. This point. <laughs> you have a science degree. I'm gonna trust. I have you. done many sciences. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You do know more about science. Than I, I have do. published one paper in a scientific journal. That's so you know many. What? That's better than I've ever done in my life. So. That's more than all of us. Therefore, you win at science. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> sure, maybe it was about a bird at its nest, but I still so. know all the science. Daddy, that's sweet. Daddy, I really want to read this paper. I actually like real talk. It's pretty boring. It's a scientific paper. 
Danny, I love scientific papers, okay? All right, all right, all right. It's called Lula. Documentation of the First Cerulean Warbler, Warbler Cetophaga Cerulea Double Decker Nest. That's like your old Twitter name. Um, yeah. Anyway, Lalila finds Rilau a, oh God, a heavy green gown that is <laughs> thankfully long enough. Because remember, Lalila, like Leia, is very short. Lalila insists Ooh. that gay Ahabs stays to watch the ship. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of feeling she has and then she starts off with the relau r2 follows them of course and the bizarre the bazaar is disappointing and there are twi'leks and they are street dancers of course of course i'm sure Why they're also they blue else? skin tones mm. fun fact it's the rarest type <laughs> but you would never guess it Relau leads them past the edge of the bazaar into a building that has a bunch of glass that was supposed to be glass glass stuff she opens the door by playing a tune on some glass pipes because it's space why not I mean that's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah and inside like, you know like when you put water in wine glasses and then hit them with spoons was that only me <laughs> no I no. love to do that I mean I did not personally do that but I understand that appeals to people that's actually how i found out i had relative uh i had relative pitch because i made the whole uh, c major scale in glasses oh. when i was like 10. i thought Whoa, that sentence was going to be that's actually how i found out i have relatives <laughs> how? Like, oh interesting <laughs> go on but uh congrats on the relative pitch that's exciting that's even that's better <laughs> So, inside are a bunch of boneless bodies with numerous <laughs> prehensile trunks slash tentacles draped mm. around everywhere in the water. The caretakers the would not be impressed. Apparently, they're the bureaucrats. Hot because they don't have spines. <laughs> Relau leads them to one pool and waits. Lelila reaches to mess with some of the glass, but Rilau grabs her hand and scolds and scratches her for her bad manners. She sits and waits, getting angrier and angrier, until the being in the pool thrashes all of their tentacles up, causing a wave that spooks Lelila and R2. Rilau speaks with this being, the Indexer. That is not a cool name. (laughs) No, it is not. All right, Meg, one out of ten of tentacle creatures that you love, where does the indexer fall? I'm going to say a zero because they work in the slave trade. Mm, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 Not good. Not good tentacular representation. However, that bartender that gave Han the business, like it's up there, like seven yeah. or oh, eight. For sure. Like, yeah. 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 Mm. Great tentacle. <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> she, in this case, being Meg. Being Meg. Yeah. Pretty much exclusively. (laughs) Exclusively, Meg. Um, So, Rilau says that she has a riddle that only the indexer can figure out what soothes their ego enough for being interrupted. They kind of speak in a particular code, which is not at all a good code. I don't know why it took Leilila so long to figure it out. Um, But Rilau has identified them as trying to buy a slave because they are in the slave trading business themselves. Cool. Always fun when Star Wars does slave things. 
Oh, I love it. They always, always handle it with such grace. Yeah. Always fun when legends get slavey. Oh. <laughs> oh. Particularly, she's trying to find a Ferrario that has been sold as a slave. Leila is mad to even be a fake slave trader, but convinces herself to calm down for now. The indexer says it'll do a search, but it'll be expensive. Rila says it's okay because Leila is paying, and Leila has a weird moment where Leila and Leia are fighting with each other, and honestly, Leia, it's been four hours. Like, it's not been that long for you to be like, I live a double life. Like, Lara, Gara, Kearney did this for, like, years. You're good. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> it's fine. Wow, nice throwback to Lara, Gara, Kearney. God, yeah. I miss I haven't Lara. Heard her name she in a was minute. so I miss, good. I miss Lara Garkerny. <laughs> what are you I miss, up to I right miss now? Lara and Min she's probably smooching and Tonin, King of the Droids. <laughs> oh, I miss those three so much, and also like their little crew of really intelligent Colette. alien pals. Well, Cola. Oh, I miss adding. them. Ash, has ever anyone ever told you that you look like Min Donos? What? <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> Ash has to take her headphones off. Ash just removed her. Oh, Ash just left. Ash Ash is back. (laughs) Ash, look, this is a compliment because you know how much I love Mendonos, okay? You're just just so nice and round faced. It's very nice and (laughs) pleasing. Round faced Mendonos. Yeah. Just cup your face gently. (laughs) See? It's a compliment, I swear. <laughs> also, Mindonos was Wraith 9, so. Oh, right. Was, yeah, that's was he, I don't know, I just made that nine. Was that, was he Wraith 9? nine. Oh, I have no idea. Oh. Sure. Oh. Sure. Yeah, there was one, there was one rogue pod listener that the moment you said that was like, no! And now they're giving us a one-star review. <laughs> Oh, uh, dinner leader, don't give us a one-star review. Oh, I review. do kind of look like oh. Mindonos. <laughs> no, dinner leader only kill cares about uh rogue five wait right? is there actually a Kel picture Taylor. of mendonos out there have i looked at him before well heath made yeah, artwork right of mendonos oh, yeah that's right mendonos mendonos oh yeah 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 okay mendonos had like one of the best arcs of the wraith books though oh yeah, yeah. like that is a good and then lara combined very good yeah we we care a lot about round face mendonos <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Mendonas. I was different from the start. That's that's how that's how we find out that Aaron Alston Min is his second favorite Wraith. I mean Rogue. Mm, nope. Stackpole. Mm, yep. I'm getting confused. The other one. I'm getting confused. It doesn't matter. It do- let's just keep going. Okay, two things to say about this real quick though. <laughs> one, when I search for Mendonas, the third image result is freaking Jeremy Renner. <laughs> so, oh, I hate that's that a thing. so much. And second of all, so oh, now I feel bad. The first two results are this picture where he's clearly posing for Instagram. He's like doing it over the shoulder, like just a little bit of a duck face, just like. It's Anyways, totally this is Google Earth medium. always taking pics. Always taking pics. Always <laughs> taking pics. Google Earth always taking pics. Google Google Earth. <laughs> Why? <laughs> You know why. <laughs> okay, now that we've killed Ash enough. Um, the indexer does it search by hugging a big thing of glass with all of its tentacles. Same. And then all, all of the other 
tentacles in the room, like the tentacle beings in the room start to like writhe and like hold on to each other until the indexer's done with the search. It's weird. Oh, listeners, how I wish you could see Meg's <laughs> physical gesticulations that are going along with this description. I love this stuff it's so just, much. You know, I'm so glad we have a camera now. Um... <laughs> We really need to figure uh, out how to live stream these recording sessions. We do, we do. But yeah. well, they didn't find anything. But Lelila is mad because she still had to pay him a bunch of money. Okay, listen. For as much as like Leia and Han are like complaining about money in this book, pisses me off. Like they yeah. are like the richest family in like the New Republic. So like stop. So as Rilau and Leilila are leaving, the indexer calls to them and says there are no official records of Ferrario Rocher's slaves being sold. But they have heard that the asylum station can compete with Chalcedon. Rilau says she thought it was destroyed, but the indexer says that maybe the Republic had some use for it. Mm. I don't get it. <laughs> Once outside, Leilila asks Rilau why she thought the Republic would destroy Asylum Station. And she says that's because that's where the Empire tested their methods of death and coercion. <laughs> cool. Great. Let's see. Lelila is somehow more out of touch than someone who was in a stasis pod for a real long time. <laughs> oh, Leia. What oh. have they done to you? They've done so much. Leia is got that... legends. So, Han is... Meanwhile. Oh, I need, I need a hyperspace sound. Whoop! Han is storming toward town, mad at Luke for even suspecting him, and mad at Luke for not being able to have a grown-up conversation about it. He wonders if he should go find Zaveri, but he doesn't know where Zaveri lives. Fair. And he is not ready to go back to the dome. So he has a lot of problems, 99 of them maybe, but there are things that he can't really deal with right now, so he's going to focus on a problem he can solve, and goes toward the gambling dens to get some cash. To make 3PO no. happy. No. And think uh. hard about what to do about Waru. And that's all we see of Han and Luke and Zaveri this week. Yay! That's it. That's it. It's very brief. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Whoop. Jaina finally drills enough to open her door. There's a proctor snoring at the end of the hallway, <laughs> keeping guard. Jaina makes a very dim light into the middle of the aisle and sneaks out halfway, very scared, but she won't turn back to where it's safe because that means she won't see her family and everyone again. She's so brave. She's so good. Oh, Jaina. So brave. Jaina will go- save us all. She truly will. She goes over to Jason's cell and finds that they've, they're not locked. It's just that the latch can't be opened from the inside. When Jaina opens the door, it squeaks, causing the proctor to wake up and race over. But Jaina hides behind the door and hits him with it, and they push him to Jason's cell and close the door. I would like to see this. They're so good. When do, do you mean, like, like the the kids? Oh, like when they do the Disney Plus Crystal Star television oh, show. Yeah, I'm really yeah. excited for this scene specifically. Me too. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, you know, there'll just be, like, silly music in the background. Mm-hmm. And Jaina like- and Jason will give each other a high five. Yep. And it'll, like, freeze frame on the five. But it'll be so epic that their hands will tingle for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to go down to the either end of, like, of the, the prison cells and just <laughs> run. 
And and the shot will just remain on the cell with the proctor in it, going like, ah, shucks. And then you just see them like run into each other in five, and then freeze frame, and then credits. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. That's amazing. I love it. Let's see. Jane, uh, let's see. The proctor keeps making noise, and Jane is only a little bit glad she didn't actually bash his head with the door. <laughs> Damn, Jane. Relatable. Jason, She's five. Damn. Right. <laughs> She's seen a lot of things by this point, though. Like, she's Good already point. had to deal she with is... the ghost of XR. She's a very hardened five Oh, God, don't remind me about Exarcoon. <laughs> she's already dealt with it. Always God, remind me about she has. She has. That was a long time ago. That was, like, this she was Anakin's kid. age, like, when that happened. <laughs> yeah, she was, like, five, wasn't she? No, she's five right now. She no, she's five. Oh, my God, she's five right now. Yeah, oh because God. Anakin is, like, being born during that trilogy. Or, like, as a newborn during that. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was, like, two and, like, saving the day, fighting Sith Lords and stuff. I was going to say, he's being born during the entire trilogy? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, what's uh, the opposite of... It was a very pew, long pew, labor. Pew, 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 pew. It's just, like, just one very slow, low pew. <laughs> Jason and Jaina decide that Mistress Dragon... That sure doesn't sound like an actual dragon. Is their chance <laughs> for escape... And then go around and open all the other doors and offer the kids a chance to come with them. Most of them do, but some stay in their room too scared. Aww, like, poor kids. They're broken, I told you. Jaina ends yeah. up opening a door and then finding Ram. He has a bed and a blanket and a light, but he still gets locked up at night, so he's not that special. Ram continues being a little bitch and says he'll tell, and eventually Jana just closes the door on him. Yeah, if you gotta be a snitch, you're just, like, gonna get right, locked back like, in. Right, like, come on. That's, like, the number one rule. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> the only thing that Ram has going for him is that his name sounds like you're revving an engine. Ram, Ram, Ram. Like Ram. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. They make it outside, and Jason calls for Mistress Dragon. They become friends. They become friends, and then the alarms go off. So the kids all climb over the fence, and Mistress Dragon is willing to let them ride her away off from the compound. From the compound, Jaina thinks about Lusa and promises that she's going to find her somehow. Also, surprise! Jason had a bat from Muto Kadru hidden in his shirt the entire time. This is the first mention of the bat, right? It's just like, oh, <laughs> all of a sudden Jason has bat. a little bat daemon with him. This is the first time we've heard of this bat. Okay, it's a, great. It is a four-winged bat. Very important. Um, oh, so it's like a gold bat. No, crow bat. Yeah. Is that an evolution of a zoo bat? It sure is. Yes. What it's is it called? It's evolution of zoo bat. Crow bat. C-R-O-B-A-T. Like a, like a bird crow? No, C-R-O. There's no W. Like the word mm. crow. Crobat. I'm wanting Danny. Oh my gosh. This. Do you love it, Danny? I want one. Crobat's pretty cool. You, oh, you gotta evolve it by being really good friends with your gold bat. Yeah. Like, so it's it a friend bat. It's high friendship. It's what's a friend a, bat. What's a gold bat? It, it's the second evolution of Zubat, and I do love it. Yeah. yeah. G-O-L. <gasps> oh, the giant gonna mouth. Be... It's gonna <laughs> nom nom <Yeah>. nom. <laughs> oh, I love these bats. It's shaped like a friend. It's like it? a bean bat. Its mouth is shaped like a friend. <laughs> That's what she said. You do wow. not want Goldat to be the big spoon, because you will just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, this has been Pokemon Hour. Did any of you watch that new movie that went up on Netflix this weekend? Hey, stop. No, we're not, not yet. Not yet. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so Bat, Bat, a shirt, entire time. <laughs> he lets it out <laughs> right. to fly because they've been so bored. They ride for a full shortened day, and eventually they find a nice little stream for resting, drinking, and eating berries. <laughs> They're still too nervous to use much of their force powers, so Jaina and Jason decide that it'll be best for them to hide in the bushes during the day and then sneak around at night to hopefully find any ships or message pods or Jaina wants to threaten the guards. (laughs) (laughs) Jaina is ready. (laughs) I love her. Um, Let's see. They're small enough that the Proctors wouldn't be able to reach them in their hiding places. As they round up the other kids and start crawling under the thorny bushes, they hear sand speeders and the voices of the proctors. Mr. Stragon buys them a little time by scaring them before she runs away as well, which, few Mr. Dragon, don't die for them. Mr. Stragon is the MVP. Yeah. She's so great. Let's see. Um, the kids make it through the bushes, but there's only a huge muddy swamp on the other side. Jason asks the little bat friend to find a place for them to hide, and it finds a large hollowed out tree. Jason tries to wade into the swamp, but he just gets sucked into the mud. But the children working together manage to pull him out, and it's a really important lesson on teamwork and why you don't wade out into a bunch of mud. (laughs) Jaina does the opposite of what she had been doing to make light and starts slowing down and stopping the water molecules in the swamp to make an ice path to the tree. So it's she's not... just straight up water bending now? Yeah, she's the avatar. Oh, that's a twist I didn't see coming. I know, sorry I had to reveal it. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. She is a lot like Korra, though. She's a lot like Korra. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities there. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and you think of, like, when the elders came to, like, visit baby Korra, and she's like, I'm the Avatar! <laughs> just just yeah. bending and breaking everything in sight. Like, yeah, that's very Jaina energy. <laughs> yep. I'm the heir to the Jedi! <laughs> right? I'm the Skywalker heir! <laughs> she's like, damn, girl, calm down. Let's see. Uh, it's strong enough to hold them, and they all start to cross over. But even with the help of Jason, it's tiring, and Jason almost doesn't make it across before some of the ice snaps. Jason leads the kids up into and up the tree after his bat friend. Jaina maintains the failing ice bridge until the proctors arrive and are halfway across. She drops it then, leaving them struggling and stranded in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. So Leila hears a scream in her mind. Wait, wait. Oh, thank you. Leila hears a scream in her mind and slaps the emergency controls to drop them out of hyperspace. That they seems spot... safe. It's super safe. Don't even worry about it. Just, that's fine. Yeah. Just <laughs> right out. Just right out. I didn't mean to actually hit my desk because it kind of hurt. <laughs> oh, no. It's all good. That, that sound was actually important to the screen you were one. making. <laughs> They find a world ship, and although Chewbacca thinks they were only myths, Rilau explains that the Emperor gave them out as tokens to some of his faves, including Hethrir. God, I love the concept of world ships They're, so much. It's really cool. Oh, it's so good. Give me yeah. more of the stuff Star Wars, please. They won't. It's like, stop dangling the carrot in front of my face and taking it away. Oh my god. Like, this book, you know what? It kind of sucks at times, but also it has, like, got some of that 
cool weird sci-fi concept stuff that I really enjoy that you really only get from like the older books. Yeah. It is definitely a Legends book. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> Leila flies toward the toward the 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 world ship, guided by the force, and of course there are no defenses because Hethra didn't think anybody would find them out there. It's a time of peace. And also, it's just ran by a bunch of kids and one creep. So, what are you going to do? Also, they kind of had to... She she only found it because she heard, like, some Force stuff and, like, emergency dropped out of hyperspace. Yeah. It's because your Force-sensitive kids happen to be on this world ship. Yeah. And they happen to be in trouble right now. Right. So, she ends up flying toward the swamp and spots the drowning Proctors first. Rilau says to leave them that they definitely won't be of any help. And points to the top of a hollowed out tree where two kids are waving. Oh, who's I, that? I imagine that this is like that John Mulaney skit where he's talking about street smarts and like what to do <laughs> when you're a child and you've been kidnapped and put in the trunk of a car and you're supposed to punch out, like kick out the taillight and then stick your hand in and away. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly like that. Do you think J.J. Bittenbinder taught them that? Climb yes. up to the tallest tree and wave. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, if these children were taught by J.J. Bittenbinder, they might not have been kidnapped so often. You're right. They would have been... Street smarts. <laughs> that, yes. The crossover we need. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, imagine John Mulaney in the Star Wars universe. Oh, my oh, God. so awkward. I need him to be a Jedi. <laughs> That's what I... Let's see. Leia opens the ramp and Jaina jumps into her arms. Rilau helps a very conservative Jason over. And then the rest of the kids one by one. They're all so happy. They fill Leia in on what happened to them. And they're also very happy to see Chewie, I guess, as an afterthought. Uh (laughs) As always. Yeah. Mm, Welcome to Chewie's life. Oh, poor Chewie. The kids. Nope. Once the bat friend is on board, they lower the rope so the proctors can pull themselves out of the swamp. With the reappearance of Mistress Dragon, who only wants to go back to her dunes, Alderaan guides the proctors through the desert and back toward the compound. The kids talk about Hethrier and explain that Tigris was taking care of Anakin. When they see Rilau, they say that he looks just like her, and we find out that Tigris is her son. Oh my god. Whoa. Was this a surprise Whoa. to anyone? <laughs> I'm so surprised. Not you, Ash. You read this before. <laughs> I mean, it was a surprise to me. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I was shocked. But also, I am flabbergasted. Even I am not great at predicting when things are gonna happen when I'm actually trying. <laughs> you know, Fair. I kind of have to joke about it. Yeah. But if it's actually gonna happen, like if it's obvious in the text, I probably won't notice it. Okay, because it was obvious in the text. <laughs> yeah. No. When it when it happened, I was like, oh, that is obvious. Mm-hmm. But it never occurred to me. <laughs> I also have not been paying close enough attention to the words <laughs> to have put this together. Yeah. Also, in my brain, Tigris d- was just a tiger. Right. So, like, it didn't fully connect to me that they I'm were not, the same species. I'm not so much reading this book as, like, consuming the words and then getting a flashback to what happened. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> And yet somehow it's still actually like, brought- it's actually <laughs> on a totally different level than I Jedi as far as quality, incredibly. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm actually enjoying brought it. Book up in therapy the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more if you would like. <laughs> 
I was like, it's very weird reading a book that I didn't like as a kid, as an adult. Like, I was just... It's weird. And I was like, I actually found my, like, copy that I... It was in the public library, and it trip. feels like things are coming full circle in a very weird way yeah, for me. Right? Right Thank you, Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, the Crystal Star. <laughs> Thank you, the Crystal Star. <laughs> Thanks, Waru. Let's see him. Little did Ash know that we've actually been secretly psychoanalyzing her this entire time. Mm. <laughs> That's what the host intros really are. Season 15 is just an expended, extended therapy exercise. Oh, oh therapist gosh. wedge. Relau is so, so mad at Hethrier telling people Tigris's name because, as we have seen, names are a big capital D deal to the Ferrari. Once they, park- I just keep reading it as Guy Ferrari. <laughs> I know Fier- it's not right, but this is where my brain is going. <laughs> Guy Fier- okay, but side note about Guy Fieri. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> he's honestly great. He lives his truth. He's 100% him. And like, it's like, I think what he does for like Dive Drives and Dives is amazing because like Bobby Flay goes out there and like tries to humiliate people and show them that like he's better than them. Like even at their own restaurants and their own like famous recipes. But then Guy Fieri's here being like, look how awesome these people are. And like all of their businesses boom and like everyone's doing great and it's so much better. And also he's a working class ally. Yeah. And also Guy's Grocery Games, chef's kiss. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, once they park at the compound, <laughs> Chewie and Rilau go check the underground part of the compound while Leia forces the proctors to apologize to the kids and take off their stupid medals and patches. <laughs> she goes full mom on this. They need someone. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is not it is not great. So they need to keep them out of the way so Jaina leads them back to their cells and she says this is they sh- where they should be forced to stay <laughs> <laughs> Jaina is brutal <laughs> Le- fair yeah fair it's I think it's fair um Leia tells her that they shouldn't get revenge and that if someone does really bad they'll lock them in the cells but otherwise they can just stay locked in the hall in general Jaina is not satisfied <laughs> Leia is a prison abolitionist, and I am here for it. Yeah, that's fair. So they're split. Uh, uh, okay. They, uh, because the fact that they're needing to take all the kids with them, but they can't leave the proctors or helpers alone. So duh, they'll take the world ship to Asylum Station. Rilau and R2 go to the controls to get it ready for flight. Chewie leads the kids toward the dining room as Greg, the chef, comes out to meet Leia carrying a pot of the sludge that she was forced to feed the little kids and she's going to feed it to the proctors instead. Leia berates her for feeding the children this but Greg explains that she's a fucking slave and she has no choice so chill the fuck out Leia. (laughs) This was such a bad look on Leia's part. She's made so many- This entire book is such a bad look on Leia's part. Yeah this book does not look good on Leia. Not Leia's like the embodiment of white feminism in this book. Oh god, you're right. Truly. <sighs> that was what a strong female character was back in the day, though. Yeah, it was Yikes. much more limited. But thankfully, Leia does apologize and just frees her um, and says that she should do whatever pleases her, which thankfully happens Wow, to- character growth. Ugh. Which thankfully happens to be making some nice food for everybody. Great. Hethrier, the Empire Youth, 
and Tigris and Anakin are walking through Crisay Station. Tigris loves the place, even though it overwhelms him, because he grew up on a very solitary world, and then the world ship, and this has stuff um, on it. <laughs> I relate to that. Yeah, that's fair. They get distracted by kebabs, also fair. And Tigris doesn't understand money, um, or also not to go in between tentacles if you don't want tentacle goop on you. Mm. So those are two very important lessons learned on Crisay Station. <laughs> Let's see. Heather enters a very familiar lodge in a nice little garden. As he's checking in, a purple protocol droid is demanding to know why they were evicted because they paid their bill. Anakin recognizes Mr. Threep and runs over. Wait, how though? Because he's purple. Anakin's a f- Jedi. Also, he just knows his voice. Also, you know? it's not a good disguise. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that there are like a million protocol droids that look like 3PO, though. <laughs> but it's Mr. Threep. Anakin knows. Yes, yeah, Mr. Threep. Anakin. I knows. mean, the way he's acting is probably pretty obvious. Seth, Anakin if I painted like Spud voice. purple, you would, would still you? recognize Spud. I actually had a dream recently <laughs> that Spud had turned entirely gray. Like, even his white parts had turned entirely gray, and I was really distressed because he didn't look like Spud anymore without his little, like, white mustache. Oh. And it's all, like, J-guys on his forehead. And I was just like, how do I recognize my cat now? He's a different... He's... All of his personality in patterning is gone. So, there we go. It is questionable whether or not I'd recognize him if you painted him purple. I just have dreams where Wedge runs away, and then I get really sad. Oh, no! <laughs> Very, there are two kinds of people. We are not We are not going down the pet stress dreams road. That is a tangent we are not taking tonight. Especially not tonight. Especially not tonight. We're not doing Especially that. Especially not tonight. We're going we're gonna to keep it on tentacle goop. <laughs> a Thank much you, bigger choice. You can always count on you. You can always count on me to bring up the tentacle. To bring it back to tentacle goop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Let's see him. 3PO is confused as to why Master Anakin is there, but is immediately protective of him and doesn't let Tigris take him back. So, you know, one thing I think of, like, while I'm reading this book, whenever Anakin, like, kind of comes up as, like, a main point of view character, mm-hmm. is, like, when Anakin was named back in the day, mm-hmm. like, this Anakin was named, this they Anakin. did not have the context that we have with the actual Anakin from the prequels. Like, yeah. the Anakin of that era was a heroic mysterious figure who like we obviously do to Darth Vader but then got redeemed yeah um like that's just wild because obviously now like I see Anakin's name and I'm like hey, Anakin that little shit yeah. um <laughs> but nobody had their context back then and that's just I don't know the it's true the association there is just it's cool I dig it like <laughs> it's, it's true it's true yeah the prequels really did uh a lot for Anakin <laughs> You couldn't even say that without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Anakin, but they did not help his reputation at all. No. Nope. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, 3PO doesn't fall for Hethru's lies, and Hethru lightsabers him into pieces. What? Did you not read this? <laughs> no, that was my reaction when I read oh, the book. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just bringing it back to you. It was very genuine. The... Good job. No, I know I'm I'm a good actor. This this is just so the fans could understand my distress at this moment. Uh, yes. I'm just really amazed that you were not up to this point not spoiled for the fact that this was three PO's death in Star Wars Legends. <laughs> That's why we talk about like Chewie's death so much. Yeah, um, it's a masquerade from three PO's death. death scene in, in the Crystal Star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
at the hands of arguably the worst character. No, no, it's not Ixar so it could be worse. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> you hate Ixar so much. I hate Ixar so so much. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Ixar. My biggest Star Wars rival is Ixar. <laughs> I would rather watch Solo than ever read I Jedi ever again. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. I mean, same. <laughs> I probably would. At least, at least Solo is like a two-hour long, yeah, right. bad experience. Solo's not, not five hundred like plus pages experience. of Corrid inner monologue. It's like forty pages, forty chapters of Corrid. The best way to rescue my rather... wife is to get a PhD. Oh God, I would rather get betrayed <laughs> utterly to my heart than read I Jedi ever again. Damn. Damn. Anyway, go I'm going to mention that next time you get betrayed Jedi. utterly. <laughs> I'm just gonna remind you. I think I think I'll appreciate the reminder because then I could be like, I could be worse. I could be reading. I could Jedi. be reading Jedi again. <laughs> Next time you're having that's a, a bad good day, philosophy for life. <laughs> At least you're not Seth, reading yes, Jedi. Yes, yes, your house is on fire, and someone but. painted your cat purple. But you could be reading I Jedi. Someone, and I'd be like, God, that's a good someone point. Someone painted your cat purple. <laughs> someone. Someone. Talk about, just don't think about her. <laughs> Every day I'm a little bit grateful that I wasn't on the Padron. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of our listeners think that. Oh, don't worry, though. You'll get to read I Jedi 2 with us. Yep, that's a book. You want Jockey, right? There isn't an I Jedi 2, right? There isn't an I Jedi 2. Okay, thank God. That, no. Oh, thank boy. God. I, I was like, Padron. don't try to fool me, Danny. I've read more Star Wars books than you. I Jedi 2. I'm pretty sure I've read more Star Wars books than you, but they were in the wrong more era. Two Jedi... <laughs> Two two XR two coon. <laughs> I would love oh, that. God. Book. Oh god. <laughs> two I two Jedi. <laughs> oh boy. But And it opens with Mirax has still been kidnapped. <laughs> okay. Corn Horn now on his seventeenth year of searching for his missing wife. Oh my god. Corn <laughs> decides to get his master's degree. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Corin. <laughs> Cornhorn, now a master gardener and a, an ace level tennis player and an aficionado of the guitar and a has still, not found, still has not found his wife oh boy that's so much but Heather's lightsaber has a malfunction and kind of explodes in his hand alright this book <laughs> and Anakin is so upset because Mr. Threep Mr. Threep that's fair hyperspace whoop the kids are all tucked into one giant bed, and Chewie stays mm. with them. Just like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just like the Brady Bunch. Didn't they the all sleep in one giant in bed? different rooms. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> so kind of like the Brady Bunch. I'm not up to date on my Brady Bunch lore, but I don't think so. <laughs> the Solo Bunch. Oh, that's the same convenience store in Magic Mike. Story of a girl named Leia. Oh, God. <laughs> I could probably come up with something better than that. Yes, yeah, save the, write it, and that, that's your homework for the next episode. Yep, that's my homework <laughs> for the next, yeah. Great. Chewie stays with them, cuddling anyone who wants to, and singing cradle songs to them. Leia takes the twins back with her to Alderaan so they can sleep in her cabin. After they're tucked in, the world ship takes off. The twins ask Leia to take away whatever Hethra dared to make it so they can't think at each other anymore. Leia insists that Hethra is far away from them and can't do anything to them anymore, but the children are so afraid that they still can't do it. 
Rilau comes in because she feels them trying to touch the force. She goes over them and touches their faces gently, I guess. And then they can fully touch the force again. There's a lot of touching. And they're so happy and they fall asleep peacefully. I love this cute uh, sibling dynamic that will never, ever go wrong. Nope. No one's going to no, be forced to kill fine. the other one at all. Um, Wait, what? 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 Rilau and Leia are talking in the hall. <laughs> Rilau explains that she was once trained in the Force. Her Whoa. and her lover were secret pupils of Darth Vader. Wow! Of course they were. <laughs> Didn't they? They mentioned Boba Fett earlier in this book, right? Yeah, Han's yeah. dream about Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> we all we all have not, Star Wars Legends bingo by now. <laughs> Truly. Whew. Um. Uh, yeah, they were both talented, but unfortunately, Rilau's talents were in healing and strengthening and, like, good things. And also, she couldn't be tempted to the dark side. So why was she even a pupil of Vader to begin with? Uh, because she was non-human and Vader could just snatch him. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Remember, Vader- and she points out very clearly, Vader sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, Vader yeah. sucks. Because Vader also got these two like, very talented people in the Force, so then they could have an extremely Force-powerful offspring that he could then use as a tool of the dark side. So I'm imagining Darth Vader standing up next to a chalkboard with, like, a crude illustration of, like, someone Force-choking someone else and, like, the Force written in big letters on the top. And Rilau is just the student in the back row with her feet up on the chair, like, chewing gum and, like, Like, yelling sassy remarks. And every time Vader just, like... I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. <laughs> I'm not getting paid at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but of course her lover was tempted by the dark side and became contemptful of her. Her lover, of course, was Hathrier. What? what? Is Hathrier the tiger's what? father? Yes. What? I totally did not see this coming at all. I did this. not see this coming at all, <laughs> genuinely. So does Hefri look like a tiger too? Did we just forget this detail? See, the problem is that I did just, our jokes made me think that Tigris was literally a tiger. I know. Is not a tiger? We thought Tigris was a space tiger. We had the Jedi that was literally a tiger. Oh, boy. The line between actual canon and rogue pod canon is so blurred. Yeah. Because they in I did I there was the actual tiger so in my brain I was like yes this is also an actual tiger no this um, is not an actual tiger. and that just threw me for ever figuring out that anyone was related to Tigris this entire time she's like the tiger wouldn't have cared if they were naked like going to <laughs> yeah they have hair everywhere what's happening the tiger wouldn't ask for clothing. So whenever there was like Rilau was revealed and Hithra was revealed, I was like, wait, <laughs> hang on. I feel like I'm getting this wrong. There's a lot more tigers in this tiger. book than I first so- realized. <laughs> so many. This is not the first time that Rogue Podcannon has confused me while reading a book. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so when she became pregnant, she escaped and tried to hide as far away and as remote of a place as possible because Vader and Hithra hoped that their child would be so powerful Again, like what I just said. Unslash fortunately, Tigris was born without any power of the force. And also a tiger face. Yeah, it goes to show that even in like old canon, mm-hmm. uh 
the force was not actually hereditary. It's willy-nilly. It just kind of... Like, it made it more likely, I feel, but it's still not guaranteed. Tigris was a squib. I would like to see... Well, it's kind of impossible now, uh, but I would like to see a Skywalker kid who is not force-sensitive at all. Right? Oh, man, what a complex. That would be so interesting, but I think we kind of have missed out on that possibility at this point. That ship has Unless Rey's actually pregnant through the force. Oh, God, don't even. Hethier destroyed the world (laughs) as a test to prove his loyalty to Vader and the Emperor. He hoped that he would be considered human. But after all of that, why would anybody want to be? Leia understands because she felt the same way after Alderaan. Leia promises to save her son, even though they have no idea what he'll be like after five years alone with Hethrier. Spoiler alert. Wait, has it been five it's years? Been five years. Not since the kids were kidnapped, but since <laughs> since Tigris was taken from Rilau. Oh, say, yeah. Yeah. Lilila and Gay Ahab are worse than Corrin if it's been five years. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, when did the five years No, pass? it has been two days. It's been two days. Two standard days. God, that the people on the planet that they originally came from are going to be so embarrassed when they realize that this was not a, a, coup? <laughs> a normal coup. Yeah. <laughs> so Leia then reveals that she is not Leila and that her brother is Luke Skywalker. What a shock! What? What? Rilo immediately bends down at the knee and apologizes for not recognizing Leia Organa. Leia is bashful and says, well, she was wearing a disguise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hair is slightly browner than normal. <laughs> Thor, so you Thor may not recognize gift. me. Was she, though? <laughs> Rila's just trying to make Leia feel better. Right. So she's just, she's lying. Rila's like, oh, oh, yeah, you were wearing this. Oh, sure, oh yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe it was you. I never would have recognized you. Wow. wow, you're so good and so smart. So, smart. so good at spying and disguising. Wow. It's like how Luke's disguise is just a slightly taller, slightly more handsome Luke. <laughs> slightly more. He didn't say he was like they more really handsome. are. Like no, it's slightly more handsome. That's how he made himself look. He's got like a more sculptured face. Um, I do appreciate that these two really just inherited Anakin's one brain cell <laughs> and split it between them. <laughs> and by Anakin's one brain cell, I mean the one that he stole from mm-hmm. Padme. Because <laughs> Padme had plenty, and so she's like here. <laughs> Sure, yeah, I he can had give this you one. one, and then mm-hmm. the kids did not inherit any of hers. They just inherited Anakin's one, which had already been corrupted by Anakin by the time it got to them. Yeah, and then was just like split in two. So it was kind of like yeah, that's barely... how twins work. I mean... The cell splits in two. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean, Padme has some big dumbass moments. <laughs> well, yeah, she's certainly not overflowing <laughs> with brain cells. You know? Yeah, the problem is that Anakin kind of like pushes them away. They just kind of, like, dissolve. When she has there. few enough brain cells that she managed to fall in love with Anakin Skywalker, so, He's like... got, like, a black hole of a brain cell until he steals her single one. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we have some leftover listener questions from last week. We do. Uh, I can't remember what the question actually was. Tell, tell it was a fact about, about yourself. You. That's... Because okay. we got these later, I wanted to include them because it was fun to learn stuff about people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. Um, Yubsy said, uh, I had Ewoks on my wedding cake and danced to Yub Nub with my father. Oh, that's extremely truly living dream. Oh that's so perfect. Paul said, took me a week, but I finally thought of something to share. James Lucino sold the plot of Labyrinth of Evil from my one endeavor into fan fiction I wrote on an AOL message board in 2000. Wait, Whoa. hang on, I need more info about this. Damn, That James. is a strong what? claim. Wow. 
And uh, Greg said, uh, I graduated high school in Ohio, but I've never attended a gym class in American school. I told the school I'd finished PE in New Zealand because it wasn't compulsory after year 10. Technically true, because there are no compulsory subjects then. Uh, yeah, that's right. Greg went Greg, to high school with Friday where there were compulsory subjects. <laughs> <laughs> he lived in Hawaii, Ohio for a while. What? You don't know that. No. Why? I don't know. I mean, I'm not should listen to Encyclopedia. Oh, man. I mean, he's told me about it. Mm. He has. I don't remember why he lived in Ohio, but I remember that he had. That's and he's right. also told me the story before, Greg, so you need to, you need to tell me a new thing. See I'm episode... not sure you have anything new to tell me at this point. See episode 28 of Encyclopedia for more on this story. Okay. That, that isn't a dig at Greg not having stories this year. That is a dig at us being friends for like over 10 years. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Do better friends. <laughs> How terrible. <laughs> Greg, come back to Auckland, you fucker. Wow. And bring the lizard with you. <laughs> bring the lizard. Bring the lizard. <laughs> yeah, that's the important part. Oh, uh, this listener question was, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what's your least favorite fluid? Okay. Megan my least favorite fluid. Answer. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my least favorite fluid is whenever I'm walking in the kitchen and I stand on some fluid, like something liquidy. Whatever fluid and that is. Yeah. Whatever that is, the mystery fluid that I stand on on the kitchen, whatever it happens to be on any given day, that is my least favorite fluid, especially if I'm wearing socks. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Have a leak in your roof? Like what no, no, no. Happened? I mean, like when someone drops like something, spills, or like I don't know, or the like, cat buffs up a hairball or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. My least favorite yeah. fluid is anything that can be referred to as a slurry. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love that word though. Well, I had a visceral reaction to that. Yeah. Slurry is such a great word. It's a very strong word. (laughs) I would not put a positive connotation on it. Isn't like a slurry like a thing you can drink? That's a slushy. That's like a slushy. Or like a slurpee. Oh no, I'm never gonna be able to drink a slurpee again. Or or a McFlurry, but not a slurpee. Why would you stop stop ruining good drinks? You can make like a concrete slurry, yeah. You know? Or oh, like yeah. a fish. Is it like a fish chum slurry? Oh, concrete mixer. Now, oh, I don't like that. Oh. I said concrete. You said fish. Mine was considerably less. Gross. Mine was considerably on brand. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But concrete is the McFlurry of Culver's. So you ruined that one for me too. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a Midwest <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? I'm not familiar with this Culver's. I con- what? I- a concrete, a concrete mixer is is yeah. like a McFlurry. Oh. It's like hard from Culver's. It's 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 like using it's, custard. It's like it hardens. Yeah, and it's also like real talk, Denny. You've ru- all of you have ruined my life by taking me Dwayne to Culver's the, and getting Dwayne me the... frustrated because did you just call I it cannot frustered? stop thinking about. I call it frustrated. That's what we that's what we call it now. Um, <laughs> I because I've been craving frustrated for like six months now, and I cannot find it anywhere in New Zealand, and it is not easy to Frust- make. If you don't own an ice cream machine, so it is making me so mad. So you you're telling our so, listeners that you want that's an ice cause, cream machine. It's because frustrated isn't a thing. Well, I can't find frozen custard either, Danny. We only just got ice cream sandwiches. Okay, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's like one brand of ice cream sandwiches you can buy at a grocery store here. What kind of hellscape do you live in? I know. I remember when I went to Santa Cruz and visited Aubrey, and we went to like whatever Mordor. grocery was store we went to there. It was Mordor. Anyway, yeah, and they had like no, our, a whole aisle of ice cream our sandwiches. Our listeners, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Nick said, "My least favorite fluid is when you oh god, you vomit oh, into god. a fan uh, and it sprays all over the place." Why have you done that? <laughs> why have you done that, Nick? And we're off. Yeah. <laughs> 
How often does this happen? Okay. Oh, God. Nick, we need to talk about your life choices. Oh, God. That's a Fairly's favorite, though. <laughs> Ash is, Ash like, actually wretching over there. Reflex. <laughs> oh. Ash, if you want me to read these, I will. <laughs> oh, please okay. do. Oh, my God. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> Malai said, I knew a kid who put peanut butter, vinegar, vegetable oil, sour cream, meat grease. <laughs> ketchup soda various spices and everything else in the kitchen cabinet into a blender and then force someone to drink it that's my least favorite fluid oh why did we ask this question i always hated what like whenever like there's always that kid that yeah. wants to like sit at the lunch table right and, like just put all the things in the cup and then make you drink it and, and just like, like watching that process happen is dressing. the worst yeah, yeah oh yeah totally and Yuck. like mm-hmm. pink lemonade <laughs> yeah and sriracha's in there, of course. I forgot that I have, like, a visceral reaction to gross things. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, we really gave you the right question to ask. You must have a rough time recording this podcast every week. <laughs> um, ben Warman said, my least favorite fluid is coffee of any shape or flavor. Shade or flavor. Something, <laughs> something that tastes so objectively bad should not be part of so many people's morning routine. Fair. Ben Look, Warman, ben, respect. Yeah, I I respect yes, this. Thank you. Fair enough. I don't love I don't love it, uh, but I do work. I should, I an sure drink in a coffee store yeah. and need that caffeine. <laughs> I don't like it, but I sure drink it a lot. I do put a lot of vanilla syrup in it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Let's see. Uh, get out of here, alert. Okay. Greg, is this Greg? Or, yeah. Yeah, sure. Greg. This is, I think this is that Greg, Greg says my least favorite fluid is the tears of my friends. Aww. You know what? I this is really nice, but it sounds really old. It does, <laughs> like... doesn't it? It's like <laughs> I think that's nice, but is it nice? I hope it's nice. <laughs> Jason said, "Worst fluid to ever be, hands down, scourge of the earth, damnedest invention <laughs> is Hershey's chocolate syrups." <laughs> you go. Oh, this is. I agree with this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you go to the diner. Or the shore and order a chocolate milkshake and nope, psych, it's vanilla milkshake with chocolate syrup and your day is ruined, shaking my head. I wish my day was ruined by a fake chocolate milkshake more often. I wish that was what ruined my Hershey's day. chocolate is atrocious. Yeah, it is. I don't know what's it's wrong with Americans, bad. but it sucks so much. I used to make chocolate milk with it. <laughs> I appreciate that you don't like have a bitter chocolate to compare it's it Ghirardelli. to. It's good. You can get Ghirardelli chocolate syrup. That's what the nice cafes. Oh, there we go. Unless you're in Seattle and then you use Dilton chocolate because it's the best. Mm, that is good. Wait, Jason, what do you mean when you say the shore? Like, like the you just beach? go up to the I ocean and you're like, I'll take a chocolate milkshake, please. <laughs> that only works for some And the people. ocean is like, here you go. I put some Hershey's milk, milk syrup <laughs> yeah, in there. Because also, why are you asking the ocean to do more work? It already provides yeah. most of the oxygen. Like, stop. <laughs> anyway... Dildev said, my least favorite fluid is the shower gel because people keep gifting it to me and then laughing when I ask what it is. Is it a moisturizer? Is it shaving cream? Is it soap? Oh, this is so relatable. And if it's soap, why don't they just call it soap? What am I even supposed to do with these fluid bottles? Help. <laughs> oh, God. This that's so real. That's weirdly specific, but really, really relatable. Honestly, I relate to this so hard. Honestly, I'll take them because I'm poor and I will take whatever free things I get. <laughs> what do you? What, but what do you do with them? Do you, you put wash. them on your body? No, do you, you drink them? No, you, it's it's soap. <laughs> so you it just, is soap. Yeah. Then yeah. why isn't it called soap? Because why it's, is it called a gel? Oh my god. Okay. Liam said my face least favorite fluid is crude oil. Yuck. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Heath. Heath. <laughs> Sup, Heath. We miss you and we love you very much. We Rip Heath. You. My least favorite fluid is the kind of fluid, the kind of fluid you find on the underbelly of a hut. Thank you. Oh, that's such a good fluid, oh. though. Thanks for the visual image. Thank you for not describing <laughs> what that fluid is. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Mm, of course you are. Tom the fanboy From, like, a, says... <laughs> a biological, zoological perspective, you know? Like, we could better understand mm-hmm. a lot. Tom the fanboy says... About, like, whatever reproductive physiology. Whatever it was that my are. roommate spilled on the floor that ended up getting my socks wet. So, yeah. Same. Hey, oh. same hat. <laughs> Abby. Tom and Saf have the same least favorite fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Besties. Hey, I'll take that. (laughs) Abby said, my least favorite fluid is the butt juice that comes out of dogs when their anal glands need to be expressed. That ends up costing me $40 at the vet. That was a wild ride. Big mood. (laughs) It sounds really awful. (laughs) And I learned something about pet care. Um, Get your dog's anal glands expressed, kids. Is that like part so of a spa package a that like you like, can you take them to the vet and just be like, hey, can you add this as a service? Sure. I don't own animals. I mean, it, it's <laughs> probably just part of the, it should just be part of the regular check. Okay. Like I didn't know if that was like a, a regular thing or if that's a I mean, a, a good vet will service. let you know if their anal glands are full or not. So what the do they fuck just is build up? with dogs? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Yeah. They do. Why? I don't remember That's the just reason. How they work? If anyone wants to add us and explain to us how dog anal gland fluid works, like please don't free. at me. <laughs> just at, please at me. I'll at Rogue Pod. At Rogue Pod. Real we tweet. Um, Ross said two words: bin juice. <laughs> what happens when you live in? The- What's bin like juice? You say bin juice is what happens when you live in the UK with its constant rain, garbage collection every other week. Rolling bins, have cats, and don't always finish leftovers. Oh, no. Oh, God. I, this is why I you compost. Who like, empties. I just got a flashback to working in a movie theater. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. like... Emptying it, the bin at Like, if at you work? worked at food service, like, yeah. Oh, it is disgusting. You know that did did I ever tell you all so the story bad. of when I got drenched in pickle juice when I worked at a movie theater? Because some idiot threw it. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a bucket of pickle juice that we drained from, like, the pickle jar. And no. some idiot threw it in, some idiot that I worked with threw it into the, the no. trash compactor. Bad. And it hit the side of the trash compactor no. and exploded all over me. Bad. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me go home and change. What? No. I have a new least favorite fluid. <laughs> it's pickle juice, though. I, I, yeah, I'm changing my answer to that. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. Oh. Oh and I like God. I don't like that is my pickles. worst. I do not like American pickles, <laughs> that, so that's even worse for me. <laughs> that's my worst food service story. Yeah, fair. That's pretty bad. So Yubzy said to follow up that very cute answer before this. <laughs> <laughs> Yubzy said my least favorite fluid is hydro hydrofluoric acid because it's unsettling for the safety protocols to include. And if you use this, you need to tape the antidote to your workstation first. Oh, is that the stuff that like melts through you? Maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And dinner leader. It like I think it like gets through your skin and it just kills you. Great. And the last response is from my dinner leader and it says, I refuse to say <laughs> That's fair. We were, because we were Skyping earlier and I was like, have you responded to the Rogue Padron question? Uh, and he uh-huh. was like, no, 
I'm like, you you have to. <laughs> and we stared at each other for a solid minute. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> so, thanks, glisteners. There are no Bodies this week. <laughs> well, wait, no, I want to give Greg one, because I, pr- I appreciate a kind but ominous answer. Yeah. And Yubsy for last week's. With the wedding, with the wedding cake and the yubna. <laughs> and I would like to give a glistening body to Ben Warman for being brave enough to say what needs to be said about coffee. Yeah, yeah me too. I respect that. Okay. Everybody else, thank you for being brave and also for telling us another thing about you that yep. we love it. We're learning so much about our listeners. We this have season. learned such specific things about our listeners. <laughs> thank you for making me physically ill yeah. so ash would you like yeah. to tell them next week's question <laughs> where is next week's question it's at the bottom oh, where it usually at the is the bottom of this week's question <laughs> what is the ghost of x raccoon even up to these days what is he oh, doing God. is he being like did he learn how to cook <laughs> is he an entrepreneur like there are so many options so my answer is that the ghost of x raccoon definitely started a podcast <laughs> oh my god. Wait, are we the ghost of X Arcoon? <laughs> no. No! Absolutely no, not. The ghost of X Arcoon is like a true crime project. Maybe the real yeah. ghost of X Arcoon was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> I need I need the time. look Seth is giving me right I need, now. I need time. I have to think about I need this time. I really care about X I need time to get me over too. my like absolute disgust at this question before I can answer it. <laughs> I like how this question grosses you out more than last <laughs> the week. Oh, it does. Because this means I actually have to think about X Arcoon. <laughs> All right. Hit us up on Twitter at RoguePodron with your answer to this week's question. You can email us RoguePodron at gmail.com. Our website is RoguePodron.com. To help our effort in stopping Waru's horrible water womb tyranny, <laughs> please your fealty on Patreon at patreon.com slash roguepodron. You can subscribe via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google, or any of your other favorite podcatchers. Rate and review us on iTunes. Give us some nice stars. We love them. We have no reviews this week and that sucks. Sucks so bad. It sucks. We're hungry. We're not sad. We're just disappointed. And hungry. And hungry. And, also and sad. hungry. And kind of sad. <laughs> Kind of sad. I'm kind of sad. How are we supposed to feel good about ourselves if you don't give us validation? We need the validation, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it makes us dancing. Yeah, so Meg is dancing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel good about yourselves? Sip a white claw on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Meg's got to figure it out. The rest of us need yeah. reviews. Next time, Star Wars, The Crystal Star, chapters 11 through the end. I, I literally oh cannot believe it's ending. Like, nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing has happened. Nothing has Most happened. What are you talking the, about? The children were kidnapped. Most of the children are no longer kidnapped. A majority, yeah. a majority that's, of the children. That's called an arc. Yeah. A majority and it of the children by accident? are no longer kidnapped. It happened by accident. <laughs> no, it's the force. It's the force. God damn. Next book we read is not going to involve any kidnapping. Uh, is that true? Uh, which book are we? I Battle forget what book I think it is. Not Twyco. Twilight Company has no kidnapping, what? as far as yeah, I doesn't remember. Doesn't Ivari get kidnapped? Isn't that a whole thing? Uh, oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like the whole, her, her whole character arc is that she's kidnapped by Twilight Company. Oh yeah, my favorite character of the book. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's a that's a good better good way of deciding to announce our season sixteen plans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After this, 
we're gonna take a little i don't know we're gonna do something stupid and then jump into twilight company <laughs> so get your books finally ready but first we have to come to the thrilling conclusion of waru maybe heath will come back for season 16 y'all should start adding him I hope so, because I really want to get Heath to read this book as well. Yeah, you should add him about coming back for season 16, because if we ask him to, it won't do shit. Yeah, it has to be the fans. <laughs> yeah. He can't say no to the fans. Uh, well, let's test that well. theory. <laughs> <laughs> we, this is what, we we need you. We need critical mass on us, listeners. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. Okay. And with that, well, that's your homework. Also, iTunes reviews. And with that, this is Rogue Padron, signing off. Pash. I'm sad you're not recording because that would have been really You really good. only make this harder on yourself. They love a challenge. Five, four, three, two, one. I thought you were going to say go. When have I ever said go? Okay, this time I'm going to say go. You just Five, did it. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, good enough. That's, that's as good as you're going to get it. Some high quality clapping going on there. We're doing good. <laughs> My hands are sticky from it. That was really aggressive. <laughs> That's what she said. Did I ever tell you all about the time that my friend and I in high school ran from opposite sides of the rugby pitch to each other so we could like jump and high five at full speed? Um, and our hands were tingling for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> The first time we missed, so we had to do it a second time. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, She's really rippies. getting it tonight. She is. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>